Good morning, federal employees. My name is Dallin Hawes, a financial planner, serving you, federal employees, to get the most out of your benefits. Welcome back to another great episode of Plan Your, Be Plan Your Federal Benefits here with me. And today is one of my favorite topics. And as you know, if you're regular here, Social Security is one that comes up all the time. And I think for good reason, because when it comes to retirement as federal employees, often, and as just an American, for most Americans, Social Security is a huge part of their retirement picture. And so getting that piece right is a huge, huge step to laying the foundation for your retirement income. So without further ado, we're going to jump right in. And today's topic is breaking down the notion that there is a perfect time to file. There is often two extreme camps on both sides of the spectrum, right? There's one that says, hey, I'm going to delay my benefits as long as I can because I see the benefits of getting the higher amount, blah, blah, blah. I want the higher amounts. Boom. So they are on one side. The other side is, hey, I don't know how long I'm going to live. I'm going to take as much as I can, as early as I can, because I don't know, right? Those are the two sides. Now, when you are a single person, okay, you're not married, the decision on when to take Social Security is relatively simple. It's simpler, let's put it that way, okay? Where basically, your decision when it comes to Social Security is based on your benefits and your life expectancy and what income you need, right? And so it's relatively simple, right? And what you do doesn't affect too many people outside of you. But when it comes to a couple that is married, the benefits that each spouse gets will often directly affect the other spouse whether, when they're both alive as well as when they both pass away. And that is because of survivor benefits. And that's what kind of puts a curveball in this whole situation for couples of, okay, when should I file? What makes the most sense for me and my spouse? So let's go through an example. Let's say... There's, of course, two people in a, in a couple. So let's say there's spouse number one. And if you're on the YouTube channel here, I'm going to write it out for you. Okay, here. So there's spouse number one and spouse number two. Let's say spouse number one has a benefit of $2,000 at full retirement age. Let's say spouse number two has a benefit of $1,000 at their full retirement age. So just some quick math. Obviously, if they both take benefits right at their full retirement age, we, and assuming they're the same age, right? During when they're both alive, then they get a total of $3,000 from Social Security and gross, right? Of course, taxes and things might come out of that, but gross is $3,000. Now, what happens if one of the spouses passes away, and this is where survivor benefits kicks in. So what happens is, regardless of which spouse passes away, Social Security looks at, okay, you know, the surviving spouse has this, and the spouse that passed away had this benefit. Which one is higher? And they take the higher amount, and that is the benefit that the surviving spouse receives. So if, for example, in our example, spouse one or spouse two, if either of them passes away, the surviving spouse is going to get $2,000 because that was the benefit that is the higher 
amount of spouse one. So even if spouse two passes away, of course, spouse one is just going to continue getting their benefit. But if spouse one passes away, then spouse two will no longer receive their benefit and they will then start receiving the benefit of spouse one. Now, there's a few complexities if the first spouse took, took benefits super early, but that's kind of out of the scope of this video. In a nutshell, this is generally what happens. So, after we review that, what becomes apparent is that when the higher earning spouse takes benefit, takes their benefits, often makes a bigger difference than when the lower earning spouse takes it. Because basically how Social Security works and the decision on when to file all comes to how long you're going to live, right? And when you need the money. And so there's often a break-even age, and that, that age differs depending on your benefit and, and how long you live and lots of things. Um, but there's a break-even age where if you reach that age, then over the course of your lifetime, you're going to receive more benefits by delaying your Social Security. Now, because the higher-earning spouse, their benefit lasts not just their lifetime, but also the lifetime of their spouse, right, regardless of who lives longer. That gives more favor to the higher earning spouse delaying their benefits because the odds of at least one of the spouses living at least to that break even age, if not a lot longer, goes up, right? And so it gives more favor to the higher earning spouse, again, to delay benefits because first, they want their spouse to be taken care of no matter what. And regardless of who passes away, that higher amount will last over the course of both of their lifetimes, which can be powerful. Now, the last question we have to answer is, okay, what about the, the lower earning spouse? What is the best thing for them to do? And obviously, we don't know how long people are gonna live. And if we knew that, the decision would be a ton easier, but we don't. So, the question we have to answer is, okay, should the lower earning spouse delay benefits as well? And if you kind of run the numbers, Basically, the only time that it would make sense for the lower earning spouse to delay benefits as long as they can as well is when both spouses live deep into their 80s or into their 90s, okay? So, oftentimes for many couples, in a, in a fairly stereotypical situation, what makes the most sense is for the higher earning spouse to delay benefits as long as they can and for the lower earning spouse to take benefits as early as they can. So what happens is first, they get benefits relatively soon because the lower earning spouse gets to draw pretty early and they benefit from the higher benefit amount of the higher earning spouse over the course of both of their lifetimes, no matter what happens, right? So that is often a strategy that many, many couples can utilize and can you know, benefit from. Now, with all that being said, just like with anything, this strategy doesn't make sense for everyone. It makes sense for probably a good portion of, of couples, but it may not make sense for you. It depends, of course, on age gaps. You know, who's older, who's younger. That may change the strategy some. If there's some bigger age gaps, it'll definitely kind of change what makes the most sense. Also, of course, like I said, if you're single. If you're single, the decision is simpler because it's only based on you, your life expectancy, and your needs, right? So, I hope that was helpful. Again, there is no perfect way to take Social Security. It depends on a lot of things. And if we knew how long you were going to live, exactly, 
that would make it a lot easier. But it's a guess. It's an educated guess on, okay, what's the best strategy I could, I could take so that first, no matter what, my spouse is going to be taken care of and I'm going to be taken care of. Those bases we want to have covered. And above and beyond that, there's some strategies to optimize, but those are the first things you should think about when talking about Social Security or even your pension and survivor benefits. Making sure if one spouse passes away, what is that going to do to the other spouse? Because odds are, both spouses are not going to pass away at the same time. It happens, right? There's stories where, pa where spouses pass away within hours of each other, right? It does happen. But oftentimes, there's a gap. And regardless of what happens, you want to make sure that both spouses are going to be okay. Right? Whether it's the higher earner or the lower earner, you want to have a plan in place where they're not going to be winging it. Right? They're not going to be like, oh, what, what income am I going to have left? They're going to know. They're going to know. Say, hey, you know, if this happens, this is what we're going to have lined up. That is huge and it's empowering to dig in, do your research now to know what is, you know, what life could be. Right? I am not a pessimistic person. I'm a very optimistic person, but I'm a planner. You have to plan for things so that you can be optimistic to say, hey, no matter what, we have a plan in place. Obviously, we both want to live a very, very long time, and odds are you will. But you want to have a plan, right? That, that is probably the crux of my message on all these YouTube videos and all these podcasts is have a plan. Think through it. Go to the work now so that no matter what happens, you're set. Your spouse is set, and you're ready to have an incredible career and retirement. So I hope that was helpful. Have a phenomenal rest of your day and I'll see you next time.